It's 1113. Thanks for joining us today. Temperatures right around. It looks like two degrees here in St. Cloud and they'll be dropping, dropping, dropping <laughs> tonight. That wind chill advisory continuing through tomorrow at noon. So, so we're going to see temperatures around 19 below tonight. So please bundle up and don't forget to let your dog back in the house after you let him out. It's always my biggest fear. Kelly Shilstrom joining us now for Budgeting Basics. Hi, Kelly. I don't know if you have a little dog uh, where you live, but it's my biggest fear in the winter is to let Gloria outside and then get distracted and not let her back in because it would be terrible. I haven't done it yet, but it scares me. Poor little Gloria. I have a dog and she is so loud. Um, so I would not be able to forget about her outside. Um, but I love all those videos that you see on the internet of like the Huskies, especially right now that are like, loving being oh. outside in the snow and the cold weather and all these people on the internet commenting like your dog's gonna freeze and then these poor people that like can't get their dog inside because they just love the cold so yeah. much I think it's so yeah. cute and even Gloria she'll run out there and I know I know now that I have to put my boots on because she'll run far away from the house and then she'll get stuck there like she can't move her poor teeny tiny legs she stops moving she's like I don't know what's happening and I have to run out there in my bathrobe and my winter boots and I look ridiculous <laughs> and I rescue her and bring her in the house oh, and you probably yeah. do that every day right Kelly yes I'm ready yeah. by the door it's like my emergency kit you know <laughs> I'm like oh no she ran off here we go I well know. we're not going to talk about dog boots or anything like that I should get her boots I don't think she would wear them but we here to talk about budgeting basics and the seven benefits of a side hustle besides boosting your income. That's always good. But chasing your dreams is always a good thing. What's on your list to talk about today? So Kelly, this came to mind because tax season is right around the corner, right? And so I was thinking of making sure, and we'll do this in a in a show coming up here, but making sure you have all your ducks in a row, what you need to file your taxes. And W-2s, of course, come to mind for those um, regular job, regular quote unquote, right? Um, jobs that we get from an employer, we get a W-2, but those 1099s that are coming in from maybe these side hustles that people have. And so it got me thinking, um, did you take advantage of having a side hustle last year? And did you try to increase your income in other ways besides just your, your nine to five or your primary? Um, employment because having multiple incomes is really, really critical to not only paying off debt and achieving some of your goals, but also just having a little bit of um, some confidence in your finances because we would hate to rely all of our, you know, put all of our eggs in that one basket yeah. and then something happens like a pandemic and um, we lose that job and then we have no income coming in the house. And so I thought it was just a really good time to just talk again about side hustles, um, extra jobs, um, and why they're important besides just having extra cash in the door. Right. When I think about side hustles, I'm, I mean, you know, so, so many people I know have a side hustle. And back in the day, it wasn't, you know, that was like, oh gosh, you have one job and that's the only job you do. But I mean, here in our community, uh, I could think of everybody I know is doing something on the side, whether they're, they're baking or they got a food truck or they're a musician or they're driving. Just a lot of people doing a lot of things and hopefully they love those things. Exactly. And sometimes um, I, in one of my side jobs, I was working with a gentleman and he was helping to pay for his daughter's wedding. And so sometimes it can just be temporary where you're trying to reach one specific goal. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're chasing a hobby, um, a passion, Kelly, you do music, which um, I'm sure you're not doing it because you're making billions of dollars, but you're doing it because <laughs> you love singing and you love getting out there in the community. And it's just kind of something that fulfills your heart a little bit more, I would assume, right? True. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you act, feel like it brings in money at the time, but then when I think about all the money I spend on the gear to do it, it never adds up. It's like, it never, it never, ever comes on ahead. 
the math doesn't work your way, but it's how I think about it. Even, um, with my business here with personal finance coaching, um, I also have a full-time job as well, but I do it and it helps me pay for not only like business expenses, computers and microphones and all that kind of stuff, but it also pays to help me go to conferences to learn more about personal financing, um, finances and connecting with other individuals that are in the same space. And so don't always think about a side hustle as, you know, increasing your income, but how can you do it to chase your dreams and your passions? And so let's just kind of dive into the list. And the first item is to protect your life and your family. And so that's what we were talking about earlier, where having one income can be really unstable if you lose that income or if there's a threat to reducing hours. And so you're protecting your life. It's almost like buying an insurance policy when you have multiple incomes, because if something happens to one income, you know that there's always going to be others that at least something is trickling in the door um, when times can be a little bit tough. Yep. I agree with you. All right. Our second one is the limitless income, Kelly. And so depending on what your passion is, um, it can be the sky's the limit. You like, if you're getting paid, um, I think you do voice acting yeah. or you get right. And so voice I'm assuming is my, that's my big one. Sometimes it is really great. And sometimes it's not, but when it's really great, I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. That is another month's, uh, rent and uh, not rent, but, but a mortgage payment. Exactly. And if you weren't juggling a million other things, right, it could kind of be limitless because it's just got to keep signing up for more gigs and the more gigs you do, the more money you make. Right. Or especially yeah. accountants right now, if you happen to have be skilled in accounting or, um, you know, for tax preparations, now's a really good time to pick up that side hustle. And you just have to grab as many clients as you can. And it could be a lot of money that you bring in. And so when you don't have to worry about um, an employer that has a specific salary that they're going to pay you, you can make as much money with you as you want, just as like those Uber and Lyft drivers, the more yeah. hours that you're on the road, the more money that you're going to make. And so there is that limitless potential. And that freelancing, you know, that freelancing thing out there. I mean, that when you can work from home for a lot of people, like for me, where I had uh, kids in college, it was really nice because I could be there to give them rides. And still I have one that needs me to give them a ride to work and back. But that lets me kind of come and go as I want. You know, I'm not bothering anybody. I have deadlines. Usually it's a three-day deadline for most of the things that I do. So I just keep track of that. I work on projects. I take them to work. I come back and I finish up. It works exactly. great. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the next one, um, make money while you sleep. And this is a fun one. This is something that I can relate a little bit more. Um, one of my favorite side jobs, um, side hustles is flipping furniture on Facebook marketplace. And <laughs> this is something that I already am out antiquing and garage sailing, and it's just something that I love to do. Um, and so I started just buying things that I know would sell again. And once you list them, I have people messaging me at all hours of the day, all hours of the night, and people just sending me money on Venmo and like just securing it right away. And so this is something, if you can have something posted and it's automated, um, Poshmark is another thing, selling clothing online. Um, People can just buy it from your store, your marketplace. Etsy is another one. And you don't have to worry about having to actually fulfill a service like Kelly and I do in other aspects of, of our yeah. side hustles. You're just selling something online and people buy it and then they get it and it it works out. It is really, and I did, you know, we talked about that once before. So I've kind of started uh, playing in that arena, just looking at things in my house that I don't need, right? I don't need some things. So I took some pictures put them on marketplace. And I think now I pro I have a bunch of different things on there that are barely used. Like, right. I try certain musical equipment that I'm like, Oh, it's not exactly what I wanted. So I resell it. And really I I've made over a thousand dollars probably in the past six months doing that. And I still have several things that I could put out there. So that is a great way. You know, if you're not using stuff in your house, 
you're not going to use it, you know, I say find a way to make some money on it or, you know, put that back in a savings as your special account. If you think you might use it, you're not going to use it. Let's just, should that be our mantra? Like just get rid of it. Right. And maybe you give yourself six months or what I always have is like a donations box in our house. And I just like, it's just, there's always a box. And so I'm always just throwing random stuff in it. And if I end up needing the thing before I go to the donation center next time, you know, every like three or four months and I just grab it out and it's good. But nine times out of 10, I don't grab anything out of that box that I put in there. And so, um, yeah, if you don't use it, you won't need it. And for me, I had, I had four pianos. I had four, two of them, three of them. Well, two of them were like my rotating, uh, gig pianos. And then I wanted a different one and it's so nice. So it's so nice. So I sold the other two to pay for the new one. So now I just have one that sits in my house and one that I go out with. I just don't have that rotating piano anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Those other two pianos paid for my new one. Kelly, that's what I do with furniture. If I like have a side table or a coffee table and I'm like, I'm kind of sick of this guy and I just sell it and get rid of it. And then I use that money to buy a new one. And um, so I don't need to like hoard coffee tables, but you know, if you're kind (laughs) of sick of one, like why stare at the one that you don't love anymore when you could just get rid of it and then you can buy a new one, right? I mean, you're funny. I mean, I can't, I fall in love with furniture. Like it's in my house. It never leaves. I can't ever get rid of furniture. <laughs> Pianos, I'm like, okay, I always got to have something that's the latest and the greatest, yeah, but whatever yeah. works for you, we don't care. Exactly. So this, <laughs> this next one is kind of relating to all of that. It's, it's exploring or financing a hobby. And so Kelly and I talked about this already. I am obsessed with just garage sales and antique shops in general. And so selling furniture online makes sense for me because I'm going to be out there anyway. And this gives me a reason to go out and do that. And um, I can make a little bit of money at it. Same with Kelly. She loves her music and singing and voice stuff. And so she's just kind of financing um, all those hobbies, those passions that you can pursue because let's not get stuck and down on ourselves when our day jobs, day jobs don't fulfill every part of our life, right? Like right. our day jobs definitely fulfill parts of our life, but they're not meant to fulfill a hundred percent of our lives. Just like our partner doesn't fulfill a hundred percent of our lives. We still have um, fam- other family members and we have friends and we have um, kids, but same with your actual hobbies. And so think about what do you just love to do and how can you make a little bit of money at it? Yeah. Then it's not work. Exactly. You're doing what you love. All right. Exactly. On to the next. All right. So the next is you can reach your goals faster. And so earlier I talked about um, a friend of mine that I worked with and he was helping to pay for his daughter's wedding. Um, when I was paying up, paying off my student loan debt, I was waitressing a whole bunch on top of my day job. And so when you have these side gigs, you can use them also to fund a very specific thing. And so maybe you're going to just Uber or Lyft until you get enough money for that family vacation that you guys want to go on this year. And then you cannot do it anymore this year, right? Yeah. Or maybe you want to... Um, pay off a little bit of extra debt. And so you're going to work extra hours at your current job, or you're going to pick up hours at the store down the street um, to just pay for that very specific goal. So again, this doesn't have to be forever because I know sometimes people think I don't have enough time. How would I even work extra hours? And sometimes that is true, but sometimes I think we could push ourselves just a little bit um, and we can make a little bit extra money in the process. Great point. Okay. We still got time. You keep going. I like this. 
All right, Kel, I only have a couple more, but um, flexibility to work when you want. And so the flexibility is there in a lot of these gig economy, a lot of these side hustles that we've talked about, Uber, Lyft, um, maybe you're doing the voice things Kelly mentioned. So she has a three-day turnaround window. Selling furniture on Marketplace for me is simply whenever I find something, I sell it. I don't have to do anything at certain hours of the day. And so if you're the type of person that has children or you already work a lot of hours, find a side hustle, find... Um, a hobby that you can make money at that can also work on your time. And so don't make this stressful where you have to, you know, still work for an employer where you have certain hours and you have to work at least one day of the weekend. And that's adding a lot of extra work and stress to your life. Um, Let's find a little, let's be a little bit creative and let's find some solutions that can still make you money, but also don't stress you out at the same time. Very good point. Very good point. And the last one, Kelly, is the potential to go full time, which is kind of the most exciting part, because if you are chasing your hobby and something that you're passionate about and you truly, truly love, what would be better than actually being able to do that full-time? And so um, I know being an entrepreneur is not easy and taking something full-time is definitely not easy. But if you happen to strike gold, if you happen to find something where you're in this niche and you're thinking, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. And there's a lot of people that want my service. Um, You can actually think about making it full-time and then you can have that limitless income. You're actually pursuing your passion. You can maybe drop your other jobs. And so you can focus on one thing, but um, the potential to go full-time is exciting enough when it's something that you really, really love. And I always tell people when that moment starts happening, you're going to be like so busy. You're going to be super busy. Probably you might be really tired because you are trying to do two things. But that is the time when you really go, okay, let me figure this out. Is this is this going to be just something that's kind of clicky right now? Or, you know, they're just going to want it for a little while. Or is this something that actually people kind of want all year long and ride that wave for a while before you make the decision? But it's an exciting time knowing that you're doing something you love and people love it and that you could actually make it a full time thing. Exactly. And it can even even be a seasonal full-time thing, Kelly. And so maybe, you know, every Christmas holiday season for four months, this is all you do full-time, right? But your other job, maybe you have some flexibility or maybe you change your other job so that you can have flexibility or whatever it is. I want you to be creative and I don't want you to think inside of this box of, well, it's either all or nothing, right? Because depending on the season, depending on the work that you're doing, um, you might be able to go full-time right away. You might take a little bit of time, but during that time that you are really busy, you're also making a lot of money, Kelly, right? Because you are in demand. You're also working at your other job. And so use that money towards something good. Don't just waste it and spend it, spend it on things that you don't even remember what you bought, but use it for your goals. Use it to make your life a little bit easier. Um, and just, you know, remember why you're doing this in the first place. I do want to remind people too, though, when you're doing that and things are rolling in and you're super happy, you got this money, just remember that a portion of that you do need to set aside for taxes. I don't know, Kelly, what, what do you set aside? I mean, if, because if you make over so much money, you really need to have money to pay taxes. I always think 20% and maybe it should be more, but I always put, I try to put 20% back. Yeah, Kelly. Um, I love how like the tax conversation is coming full circle here, right? At the end as well. Um, I always put 20% as well. And there's a couple of different models that you could follow where people suggest, you know, this percent can go into giving, this percent can go into operations. And we can talk about that for future um, shows if people want to dive into how you can split up money as an entrepreneur. But 20% is always a good number to just set aside, put it in a tax bucket. Um, don't even look at it. If you want to have a different no. 
savings account. You can automatically just transfer 20% of whatever income you're getting over to there every single month. And then the nice part is when your tax bill comes due, um, you probably won't owe that entire 20% because you'll hopefully have other deductions and items that you can reduce your tax bill, but you at least have the 20% set aside um, and you don't have to play that game of owing tax money. And then you're kind of in this never ending cycle of you're paying off your taxes all year long and then taxes come due again right when you paid it off and you're playing, you know, you're doing that all over again. Exactly. Good point. Well, before you go, um, I would love for you to tell people about all those little freebies you've got on your site, because this makes it kind of more like a game and not so stressful to be able to use these tools that you have. Yeah. So kellyshowstrom.com, S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M.com. And you'll right on the homepage, there's a list of resources. It's the freebie library, I like to call it. And you sign up for it once, Kelly, and you have access to all the free tools that I currently have in there and that I'll add in there in the future. And so it's going to be tools to help you um, start budgeting. So your 90-day expense tracker is in there, and that's going to tell you where all your spending is going. You're going to have out tools in there to help you figure out how to start creating your budget, how to split money with your spouse. There's going to be interviews in there with um, marriage experts and mindset experts to talk about just your finances in your life and how to manage it with your partner. And so there's a lot of really good tools in there to just kind of get your, dip your toes in the water, you know, get your feet wet and start learning about this thing that we call personal finance. And then once you're ready and you're decided, okay, I'm in, this is something that I want to do. Um, well, before that, sign up for the newsletter. It's on the website as well. It's a weekly email that you get. And it's all about special topics that are either in the news of interest. So whether student loans are being deferred or taxes are coming up, but you'll get little insight um, each week into your inbox. But then if you're ready to commit, you're ready to dive into, I want to pay off my debt or I want to reach some of my goals. Um, I have a course that you can do. Um, It's really affordable right now. Um, and it's all just self-paced and you also can do one-on-one coaching where if you just want that little bit of hand-holding, that little bit of one-on-one support, um, I'm always there for you as well. And so all of that information is on my website. You can book a free call if you just want to ask some questions and figure out what you should do. Um, I'm just always here to help, um, anyone that's on this journey because it was truly life-changing for me. And I think, um, it'll be life-changing for you as well. Yeah. Your part-time turned into full-time, your passion project. Kelly, thank you so much for being here. Kellyshowstrom.com. 